Hello and welcome to the Where's Amanda podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. I'm a music festival junkie who quit my job to travel the world one music festival at a time. Now I'm here talking to you about everything from music to festivals to travel and just a little bit of life. Today on the podcast, you have just me in your ear. I'm going to try to talk to you for about 25 minutes about one of my favorite festivals, Envision Festival. Now, oftentimes I get asked, you know, Amanda, you go to so many festivals, like, surely you have a favorite, like, tell me your favorite, what's your favorite? And like, I can't say this is my single favorite, but this is definitely one of my favorites. And I say that because festivals are so diverse. There's so many types, like comparing a festival like Coachella or Electric Forest to Envision, just like it's not fair to any of those festivals because they're all so unique and give give me something different. So for example, when I go to a festival like Coachella, it's some of the biggest names it's one of the best produced festivals clean bathrooms amazing food you know there's the artwork is literally larger than life I mean one year they like this past year they literally had a giant astronaut roaming the festival that was like 10 stories high I mean it's just absolutely incredible and 20 million people are watching on the live stream so like when Beyonce came out I mean they made a whole Netflix documentary about Beyonce's performance at Coachella like these performances are just absolutely ridiculous and I get to see you know a lot of people in the industry things like that it's just you know it's it's just something totally different and I think no it gets a bad reputation but I highly suggest that everybody needs to kind of experience it for themselves and then a festival like electric forest you know getting lost in the forest no matter what the lineup is I always know that I'm gonna enjoy the forest because there's so many things to see and experience and discover outside of just the music and then there's a type of festival like lightning in a bottle where there's like a whole slew of like workshops and health uh, you know speeches and mind and body and it really you know, takes you outside of the music and gives you other things that are like extremely, you know, helpful to your life, you know, guided meditations, I acro yoga, just like all these things you might not in your day-to-day personally experience, but you're getting exposed to it and then you're also having an amazing time at night. And Envision Festival is definitely one of those what I like to call transformational festivals. You know, I went for the first time, this will be my third year going this year, and the first time I went, it was, you know, probably six months after I quit my job, I was traveling through Central America, and it just came at a time where I, I really needed what I got from the festival and I didn't even really know much of the lineup I mean the first year was really cool because I went with Festival Squad which if you guys don't know Festival Squad you should go back and listen to my podcast with the founder Stephanie Um, it's a media outlet and it's how I really got into the festival space so I started as being a writer for them and I would write articles in exchange for a ticket to a festival I did that with Envision I even got to interview Troy Boy which was awesome it was so cool to do an artist interview down in the jungle and then the second year I went as a photographer because I picked up a camera and started photographing in exchange for media passes and while I was technically like a partner with the festival I wasn't necessarily working for the festival but this year I'm doing it a little different I'm actually working for the festival this year um, it's a paid position I'm gonna be down there for almost like two and a half just about three weeks I'm working on their sponsorship team and for those of you that don't know you know sponsors of the festival 
festival are really using the festival as a platform to kind of market their brand. But the way that most festivals do it and Envision is definitely like that because they do have seven pillars that they really focus on. And I'll get to those pillars in a moment. But they basically make sure that the way the brand is integrating into the festival feels natural. And it's providing an experience to the festival goers and it's connecting to them on a personal level and it's giving something useful. So, you know, it's shaded lounges, it's charging stations, it's it's something that you want and you're like, okay with kind of having like a brand on it because it's like providing you so much value. So that's what I'll be doing down there. And what I kind of touched on is what really separates Envision is these seven pillars. So I'm going to go through them real quick. It's sustainability, music, spirituality, movement, health, art, and education. And so if you guys are familiar with Burning Man, you know, Burning Man has pillars as well. It's basically like these musical gatherings that do so much more outside of the music. And that's why this year Envision, to celebrate its 10-year anniversary, it's actually doing a full seven days experience. So for three days before the music even starts, it's just going to allow people to fully immerse themselves into the workshops and the speeches and the guided meditation and just all these different areas that they have to really you know have people kind of step outside of themselves and I think that's one thing that I've always really connected with Envision I mean the first year I literally went by myself I took a bus I went to a festival before in Hako um, Bamboo Base it I don't think it happens anymore it's gonna take a year off at least um, so I went to that festival by myself um, but for that one I like stayed in a hostel and it was chill and then I took the, just the regular local bus for like a couple dollars um, down to Vita where Envision happens and along the way I could definitely tell like who was a festival goer and like who to kind of like okay I'm on the right path because like this person's there too you know that kind of thing once you once you start seeing the other festy people um you just know that look um especially because we kind of stand out compared to Costa Ricans um but I got in line and while I was in line I just kind of made friends with the people around me I got really lucky that some really awesome people were standing next to me and were like hey, like if you want, you can totally set up your tent next to us. And I was like, awesome, this is perfect. So um, I did have a friend meet me, but she came like either later that night or the next day. I don't remember. But yeah, she came and I mean, we were friends, but we both kind of just like did our own thing, which was awesome. And yeah, I just made a ton of friends, a lot of Canadians. And like, if you've ever seen my YouTube channel, uh, my Shambhala video, where I talk about how amazing Canadians are, like they are seriously the nicest people like I when I was younger I definitely made some jokes about Canada like you know our like younger brother to the north but no they are like the nicest people they're always looking out they're just always so open you know like excuse me a like they just they're just really good vibes and Envision Festival is a lot of really cool Canadians there's actually a lot of locals that go to the festival which is really cool because you feel like you know you're not invasive to the area And they really try to like leave more than they take. So it actually used to be an old cow pasture. And through the course of it, they've planted like over 10,000 trees and just completely made this area that was abandoned and empty green again. And I really feel like the festival does a lot to integrate itself into the local community and make sure that it's having a positive impact because that's definitely something that can be a little odd when you festival abroad. Um, You know, maybe not if you're like festing in Europe or something like that, but like, 
definitely when I went to like Bali and Vietnam and went to festivals there especially like when I was in Bali I went to ultra Bali and it just felt weird like it didn't feel like anybody from Bali like natives like bought a ticket probably because they couldn't afford it because the ticket was really expensive and I mean it was beautiful don't get me wrong it was really cool to see Kaigo and my favorite Klingon you know at sunset on a beach in Bali like playing at one of the most beautiful beach clubs ever but it definitely just like felt odd so I really like that it's either people you know that are living in Costa Rica or Costa Ricans um last year I even did this crazy meditation so you guys know I've just been on this like wild it's two and a half year now ride um from like traveling so the first time I went I was definitely just traveling um I just gotten a job writing for x live so I was like cool I'm like making a little money again like this is awesome but I hadn't quite burned through my savings yet so I was still feeling pretty good whereas when I got the next time the my second time at Envision Festival I had burned through my savings gotten a little debt was like founding this had founded this company was trying to make it work like just And I still kind of feel a little out of sorts sometimes, but like definitely like, you know, just feeling out of sorts. And um, I went to this meditation session um, and they made you get partners. That's like another thing. It really gets you out of your comfort zone when you go to some of these workshops. And I ended up my partner was she had to be like. 65 maybe 68 definitely you know older than me lived in Costa Rica with her daughters and we just had this incredible session about you know like not giving up on your dreams and you know she felt like she was you know living a second life right now and she had kind of like a farm that she was starting and just all these goals and aspirations even at her age and she didn't have that fear and it just reminded me again of like not you know one thing I've always relied on is not letting fear dictate what I do and pushing past it and she just really reminded me of that and me and her were like hugging each other and like crying and like I never met like she was a complete stranger and it was just really amazing that it it made us connect and it made you kind of push through and then you know outside of that I've tried acro yoga um, kundalini yoga um, just like different types of it Uh, I learned a static dance I did a cacao ceremony you know I just have so many great memories of trying new things at Envision Festival and it it reminded me a lot of Oregon Eclipse Um, it was very similar and Envision was actually one of the festivals that like participated in Oregon Eclipse for those of you that don't know Oregon Eclipse happened in 2017 um, when the solar eclipse happened it happened in Oregon which was in totality which meant that we got to see the world go dark at 10 a.m it was absolutely incredible it's definitely a topic for another podcast because I have a solar eclipse tattooed by my, down my back down my spine um, it's something that was a very near and dear experience to my heart but it's another place that I learned like sound healing and a couple new yogas and just really pushed me out of my comfort zone and a lot of the people that were at Eclipse and at Envision also do lightning in a bottle which is in California I got to do that for the first time for my birthday last year which was amazing and it was cool to like experience it in the states and now some of the people that I met at lightning in a bottle live in Denver and are I hang out with on the regular so it's really like incredible these transformational festivals like I definitely meet people at other festivals and like you know my best friends have grown from festivals but there's something about the people that choose to go to these transformational festivals that are just a little bit 
different. And I just, I really appreciate that energy and that vibe and just, you know, like I said, stepping outside of your comfort zone. So that's kind of like the breakdown, I guess, of a transformational festival. And I guess the programming side that makes Envision unique. But I also want to talk about the location. So when I'm writing an email, I literally describe it as where the jungle meets the ocean. And that is a perfect description of it. So the actual festival stages, everything like that happens on the jungle part. Um, You're literally camping in the jungle. And the next tattoo that I kind of want to get is a spider web because when I was younger, I was absolutely terrified of spiders. Like you can ask my parents, doesn't matter the size, doesn't matter like what I was doing. If there was a spider anywhere near me, I would scream bloody murder and my parents like had to take care of it. Like there was no ifs, ands, or buts. I was not functioning if a spider was near me. And kind of going back to just overcoming fears. And as I've gotten older, you know, this past year, it was just like a great literal representation of it. When um, I camped, uh, you know, I just have tent camped. I'm not doing that again. Um, I'm just getting a little too old and a little too just, you know, I want some comforts. Um, I actually have a great picture of me like napping during the day in our campsite because I was just so hot in our tent. Um, But to get back on track for the story, there were like spiders in our tent and it's you're just in the jungle and that's just what you like deal with, you know, like I don't think any of them were poisonous or at least when I like looked it up, they, I, I don't know, I didn't have any cause for concern, I guess. Um, and yeah, they just, you know, instead of like freaking out and trying to kill them, I was like, okay, well, if I kill this spider, like there's going to be another one. Like we are in the jungle and I just had this realization of like, you know, it's so cheesy, but like things I used to fear, I don't fear anymore. And I'm growing and I'm I'm getting older and I'm just, I'm trusting myself more. And I'm just, I'm realizing what is actually something to be afraid of and what's something that really doesn't bother me and really doesn't affect my life at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like if you get a bite, make sure you treat it. Like you don't want to get an infection because I've had too many people in my life get like really bad, gnarly infections from spider bites. So like obviously safety, But in general, these little spiders were just doing their thing and I could just let them go. Um, So like I said, you are in the jungle. There are bugs. It is hot. It's sticky. It's Costa Rica. You know, like all of those things are involved. Bring a fan. You know, I've also roughed it like both times. I had like a very thin mattress pad, like not even an air mattress. This was not like glamping. Very simple tent. You like try to find shade, but there's not always shade. But hey, if those things don't bother you, like I've had friends who have gone for like six years. And they will always camp because they want the full experience. They don't want to go off site. You know, they want to make sure that they are there for everything that's happening and they can survive off little sleep, you know, or like they they mastered the shade or, you know, things like that. If this is your first time going, I would suggest if you have the money, VIP is definitely worth it because the camping is in a shaded area. There are bungalows um, if you kind of want like more of a structure with a fan. Um, Also in VIP, there's like a really cool like happy hour area and they do kind of like group meals and the showers are included. Um, I would highly recommend that. Um, But then again, like I said, if you can rough it, rough it. I have plenty of friends that roughed it. I've roughed it the past two years. Because I'm working, um, I'm going to be down there like the 11th through the 26th on site. So I'm opting to get a place off site with a pool and Wi-Fi and air conditioning just because I'm going to be down there for so long and like 
I just need to take care of myself a little bit more. That's kind of what I'm learning is as much as I like, you know, when I did the 26 festivals in a year, I was like, sure, whatever. Like, let's camp. Let's do it all. Like, I literally had a carry-on or in a backpack. And like when I went to Europe, I literally that carry on was a backpack. So I had two backpacks like and went to Creamfields in the mud and like, oh, I roughed it. Um, so now I'm trying to do less festivals and do them a little more glamorously. Now I'm not staying in like a penthouse villa. That's not what's happening. But I'm definitely staying off site this year. Um, and then the oh, the best part about this festival is the sunsets oh I'm getting I'm getting like chills just thinking about it and like a huge smile on my face because I like haven't you know when you start working on something and you just kind of like forget to remind yourself why you're doing it um but every sunset everybody comes to the beach and it's this huge just gathering you know there's there's no event there's no artist playing then it's just literally a gathering and people are fire dancing and flowing and doing acro yoga you know I have this really beautiful picture of this guy lifting this girl into the air and the sunset and all the colors are behind them and you know people bring their children and it's just it's this incredible like I'm just getting these chills because you just you realize you're like all of us are here together and we're just celebrating being alive and that we survived another day. And then everybody, as soon as the sun really starts to set, they start howling and everybody's just letting out these like big, like, like howls at the sun setting because you know that the night is beginning and that there's so much amazing just music and energy and you can just kind of like feel it bubbling up and everybody is just so ready to do it together. I think one of my favorite parts about this festival is just how together you feel to everybody. And like I said, I mean, the the first year I went alone, the second year I brought my friend Tello and even him, like he's so independent, like we went off and did our own things. We did things together. You know, I had people that I could constantly find and meet up with. And while I didn't see everybody I wanted to see, even just like running into people in the crowd is like amazing. And another, okay, so the, so the sunset definitely. And then Saturday night, everybody knows to stay up for the sunrise because random rab does it every year and like I didn't even know who he was until this but I knew like people told me and I knew to stay up and like manage my time like I've literally like have taken naps from like 10 to 2 just to make sure that I could stay awake from like 2 to 7 um in preparation for this because everybody stays awake and you have the entire festival there as the sun is rising you know past the trees because now you're like in the jungle side of things and the birds start to come and you just feel this incredible energy because you know you have one day left of the festival and everybody's just like hugging each other and like appreciating the experience they've had so far because the last night you know sometimes people are leaving it's just a like it's messy. So the night before, it's really just this amazing time to kind of gather and just, you know, celebrate another successful year, you know, that you're here and you did this and you got to have this amazing, incredible experience. You know, it's it's one of my favorite things. And then this year, this past year, Lazy Syrup Orchestra played after Random Rab and I thought I was going to go to bed and then they got on and it was one of the coolest experiences I had of 2019. So for those of you that don't know, Lazy Syrup Orchestra is a new project with two guys from the Funk Hunters and they just create like 
I like at one point they were like beatboxing and rapping and they had all these instruments and it's just like four dudes making these like crazy beats and there's like a saxophone and like I I couldn't even tell you all the instruments that they had but it was just like a wild time and I was like what they're doing all this live and like the vocals are live the instruments are live like one of the guys was in a tuxedo shirt it was just so weird in the jungle it was great and then I saw them play at Shambhala again um, in Canada. And it was like a three o'clock set and that place was packed. They really have something cool going on. Admittedly, I've not listened to them like online. I've only seen them twice in person. And it was one of the funnest experiences. More fun, funnest experiences? I don't know. Probably not a word, but whatever. It was incredible. Um, I did not see them on the lineup, but I only kind of quickly looked at the lineup. Um, I basically saw Rufus DeSoul and Tipper and was like, wow, this is going to be a great year in the jungle. I absolutely love Rufus. Cannot wait to see them at one of my favorite festivals. Um, Another kind of I envision like native or like uh, she plays almost every year. Every year I've been, Closey has played and it's an absolutely incredible performance. I just feel like she has a really deep connection to envision and like the people that are there. And while I've never met her in person, like I, I definitely feel that connection through her music. And it's the, per- you know, I kind of call her like jungle bass music. And it's, I mean, playing in the jungle is like the perfect place for her. Um, Another person on the lineup that I'm really excited is Nako and Medicine for the People. I feel like they've been around forever. I like their songs and all the festivals I've been to, I've just never made it a priority to see them. So definitely looking forward to making them a priority, checking them out. There's a ton of other names on the lineup as well that I could probably go on and on talking about this but I kind of want to get to some questions so I put out a question to my followers to see kind of you know what do you want to know about Envision like how can I help you stuff like that so let me open that up sorry I should have had it open up already but here we are So the first one is about transportation from the airport to the festival. So the festival itself is about four hours from, um, uh, where's the place? San Jose. So you fly into San Jose and then you can take the Envision shuttle, which if you want something easy, would definitely recommend the Envision shuttle. Um, It's more expensive, but you know, you're kind of paying for like, security like you know that it's going to get you to the festival you're not really gonna have too much work to look around all that good stuff um if you want to save money um I've taken it before the local bus you know I'm pretty sure it's like a few dollars but it is a little more complicated to kind of get there and I from what I remember a couple years ago I'll be taking the Envision shuttle because I'm working for them but and last year we actually did was I went on Facebook and found people that were renting a car and driving because I was with my friend Tello so I felt a little more comfortable which I've also just like hopped in cars with strangers before um that that can be a topic for another time um actually I kind of probably I talked about it a little bit on my very first podcast by myself uh, where I talked about solo travel but I was like, hey, you know, who's driving? Would love to pitch in for gas. You know, it just made more sense economically. Um, and we just like hopped in the car. They actually ended up being like Denver locals. So we had a ton to talk about. It was great. You know, they dropped us off right at the festival. They were staying off site um, at a house, but they dropped us right off. And then um, we got to actually hang out with them at the festival a lot. They invited us to their place. We like hung out in their pool one day. It was it was really nice. It was really cool. And then 
the on the way back we did the same thing we found this guy who was driving back to the airport the same time as us had a similar flight time and he even invited us to hang out in the lounge with him so we got like free food and drinks while we waited for our flights it was really awesome I got really lucky last year so you know put yourself out there meet some people online you can kind of tell when someone's genuine and someone's real and like someone would be your friend outside of the festival like just kind of start talking to them figure out what music they like where are they from things like that and then you can I've had really good luck of just like finding people that are real people that are like hey yeah you know if you could chip in for gas that'd be great um then you know like I said there's the local bus Uh, I don't remember I remember it being a little complicated but I think it was because I was coming from Hako that's probably why it was complicated but do your research um get I think it's like maps me is the app download that you can get a map offline I'm pretty sure google maps does offline maps too get that you know learn a couple of Spanish phrases um and just, you know, really make sure that you know what you're what you're what you're getting into ahead of time or get data. So in case you don't know what you're doing, you can look it up. Um, the other question was about accommodations. And I feel like I covered this pretty well here. But if you have any other questions about it, you know, where to stay, what to do. Like I said earlier, you can definitely camp. But if camping isn't really for you, don't worry. There are plenty of places to stay off site that, you know, have pools and villas and it's Costa Rica so it is like relatively less expensive you know um so you can actually get a pretty good good place let's see accommodations and overall budget what are your lodging plans yeah okay um overall and then like all of this stuff is like the spam I hate the spam right now um is it worth the flight from Canada 100% worth the flight from Canada it's worth the flight from wherever you're coming from because you're not just getting a music festival you're getting all of these outside experiences and also an environment where people are really just open because they're all you know most of the people are in another country so they're not with their normal network so they're kind of stepping outside of their comfort zone And I feel like when you step outside of that, just traveling in general, you know, when you step outside of your comfort zone, it just makes you more open and receptive to getting to know people. And then in terms of budget, it really depends. I know because it's a seven day this year, the tickets are more expensive. Um, The food on site is pretty expensive um, because if you're if you're camping, it's you can't like you're not really going to bring like a grill there. You know what I mean? So it's it's a little harder to kind of make food. I mean, you could totally survive off peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I've done that before um if you're staying off site then you kind of have the advantage of being able to make food um you can bring granola bars and snacks and protein powder and stuff like that like there's definitely ways to kind of save money but I would say with you know flight and ticket and everything it's probably going to be around two thousand dollars um and you know I mean I got my flights on spirit I spent three hundred dollars on round trip flights but I'm also flying spirit so I'm taking some risks you know what I mean like I am risking that something could happen that I'm not going to get a luxurious flight experience but like I'm okay with that because I just want to get from point A to point B I since I'm working it I want to maximize what I'm earning you know and I want to but then I'm also shelling out for a place offsite because I know myself that I'm going to be so much happier if if I have a room with air conditioning that I can sleep in because especially if you're staying up all night like I definitely tried to get up early to go to some of the meditation and the workshops and stuff like that but I mean the music went until like 7 a.m every day like the Saturday into Sunday morning like we didn't even go to bed till 9 a.m and it was rough in my tent I'd much wish that we had gone back to an you know a house and 
slept in the air conditioning and the shade and then jumped in a pool and we did end up going to a pool because we were lucky because somebody invited us but yeah I think you know and I kind of covered this a lot it's totally up to you. It's a choose your own adventure. Um, you could, I mean, you could do it for very low cost if you get a good flight price. If you do something like a media pass or volunteer or do one of their internships, you know, that's a great way to earn your ticket. Uh, peanut butter and jellies and protein bars are a great way to kind of save on food. And if you don't drink, then you're definitely saving there. Um, but you can also ball out. Get yourself a villa. I mean, villa, when I say ball out, you're still really not spending that much because it is down in Costa Rica and once you get down there it's really not that bad but overall if you have any other questions feel free to follow me on Instagram at where's underscore Amanda send me a DM I'm more than happy to talk about this as you can tell through like the way that I've been talking about this it's one of my favorite festivals and I cannot wait to return to the jungle and tell you guys all about it that is the episode of Where's Amanda podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you really enjoyed it and want to leave me a five-star review, that's amazing because it will help me grow. If you don't like it, want to give me anything less, message me. Let's talk about this. I want to fix it because I'm here to help you guys. I want to give you the information that you find helpful and useful while also, you know, just kind of laughing at myself on occasion. Uh, please follow, subscribe, and send this to a friend. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful life.